Hey everyone, and welcome to Talk for Freedom. This is episode 15, um, and we thank you again for tuning in to Apple iTunes, uh, Google Play, also visiting our website, h101freedomchases.org or Chuck Paul LLC. We uh, appreciate all of the support that you have given us uh, these last uh, few months, and today we have a great topic to talk about. We have Walk for Freedom that's coming up here on October 20th. We're also going to talk about how Walk for Freedom um, started and where it's coming from. And so uh, tell us a little bit more about that, uh, Cecilia. Hi. So A21 is a global organization and they operate in, you know, several countries around the world. There's 14 different offices, two in the United States, one in Charlotte, North Carolina, and one in Costa Mesa, California. Um, But A21 was initiated in 2008. Um, The founders are both Christine Kane and Nick Kane, her husband. Um, The organization came about, basically, Christine was visiting her hometown in in Greece. And she noticed when she was walking out of a supermarket, she noticed so many missing children pictures and posters posted all over. Um, And she couldn't come. She would stare at them. And one of this one particular picture had the name of one of her own children. And she couldn't uh, get over the fact that this little girl who was named the same as her child was missing. And she couldn't understand, you know, what was happening in her hometown that all of these kids were missing. Um, And the more research she did, the more that she came to figure out that this was a worldwide problem. It wasn't something that just existed in her hometown. Um, She did some more research and then figured out that there was a thing called human trafficking where children were being exploited, children were being sold as property, so children were being physically and sexually abused and treated as property. Um, But this wasn't only happening to children, it was happening to adults, both men and women, both boys and girls. And so she set out to basically take care of the problem and, and then A21's mission is to abolish slavery everywhere forever because it's so important that we understand that human trafficking is referred to as modern day slavery. And so we have this term that we use for people who fight against modern day slavery and we called abolitionists. And so we have um, a group of people all over the world that come together to basically take a stand against this global issue called human trafficking. And that's where the Walk for Freedom comes into play. Um, A21 has several different worldwide campaigns that they're a part of, but the Walk for Freedom is the most attention grabbing. Um, It is the most impactful because every single person can be a part of this particular event. This walk is hosted in most major cities around the world as well as you know other smaller cities um, anyone can host a walk anyone can participate in a walk it's a free event and in most cases you'll come to find even more information about the the particular issues going on in your particular community when you attend one of these walks they'll usually have a speaker or they'll have some stats posted about what's going on locally and so joining us on our podcast today is Chuck Paul. You know, you've had uh, you've heard Chuck on several of our other podcasts. And um, he happened to be our speaker for last year's walk here in San Antonio, uh, Texas. And so um, he has some information to share with us about what he shared to the community during his message and um, the experience that he had as being one of the walkers. Well, thank you, Cece. So... 
if I was to put a number out there, let's say I said the number 14,000, and I told you that 14,000 people in the United States, let's say we were died in, from a disease, or 14,000 people died in a car accident, or 14,000 people were exposed to something and ended up getting ill, there would be public outrage throughout the United States. That's a lot of people all at once. But then if I told you that there's 14,000 missing children in the United States listed with the National Center for Missing Exploited Children under the age of 18, that's a reality. There are literally thousands of children listed on that National Center for Missing Exploited Children site under the age of 18 throughout the United States. And those are only those that are reported. The reality is there's plenty of children out there that aren't reported. Children who have maybe been thrown out of their house or their parents don't care about them and they, when they run away, they don't report them. Children may identify as gay, lesbian, or transsexual, that their parents say they're not going to have that, so they throw them out. Young adults that are over the age of 18, under the age of 25, that their parents are like, okay, you're old enough, you need to leave, but they have nothing else to do. Or they may have aged out of foster care and they have no resources. Or they may have been raised by relatives who the relatives died and they have nothing left. So think of this population, massive amounts of people that are living in your backyard, my backyard. They live in all of our neighborhoods. They're all around us. We see them every day. We see those photographs of our own flyers of missing children every day. Where are these people? They've got to be somewhere, right? Well, the reality is, is that human trafficking is modern day slavery. And unfortunately, far too many of those people, thousands upon thousands, are being exploited for labor and sex throughout the United States of America. They're being forced to work, to panhandle, to do labor, jobs, as well as trade sexual services to survive. And in many cases, it starts out with survival sex. Hey, I'll give you a place to stay if you have sex with me. And then it eventually comes to a point where they're being sold online, raped daily, multiple times. This is not a willing thing. They do it because they feel as though they have to, to survive. But they're having some twisted individual's sexual fantasies worked out on them. Somebody who saw something in porn and now they want to live it out on an objectified human being and not on their own loved one because they're never going to do that to someone they care about. So unfortunately, that does happen, and it is slavery. These individuals are treated like property. They're branded with tattoos. They're traded between traffickers. They're bought and sold from traffickers. They're bought and sold daily. That's the definition, very definition of slavery. Slavery didn't end at the end of the Civil War in the United States. Slavery is alive and well. It's a $150 billion a year worldwide industry. Most recent numbers say it's a $10 billion a year industry in the United States. It might even be more. $150 billion. Billion. Worldwide. So then you have organizations like A21, whose mission it is, is to abolish slavery in the 21st century. Their mission is, involves being abolitionist. And I'm sure many of you have read about history and you read about you know, mistreatment of Africans that were brought over and they were enslaved. Before that, it was Native Americans that were being enslaved. Even before that, it was Scotch-Irish that were enslaved by English. This was actual slavery. I and mean, I'm sure many of you have heard about that and thought, well, if that happened in my day, if I had been around, I would have done something about it. Well, you live in today, you live here today, and if you're hearing these words, 
and it's happening today to men, women, children, all throughout the world. So to have organizations like A21 host that walk for freedom, I got to speak about these very things when I talked. And then I got to go out there and walk. And I walk, and we're walking in a single file line, and we're holding signs. But as we're walking, because it's so early in the morning when we're doing this, the reality is we were passing by individuals that were being trafficked. Right. We passed by, we know for certain, because some of them came up to our some of our advocates. Right. We passed by individuals that were coming out of the motel or hotel where they had been exploited. And then they see people standing up for them, being a voice for the voiceless, being a modern day fighter of slavery, modern day champions, modern day abolitionists to say, not in my backyard, not here, not today. This isn't going to happen. I'm going to stand up and I'm going to speak for you because you matter. And, and, how many of us, we all are, many of us claim to be people of faith. The real example of our faith is when we're willing to leave the 99 and go find the one. When we're willing to stand up together for our brothers and sisters around the world and say, no more, this ain't going to happen. Right. Because this is wrong. This is wrong on so many deep levels. That's why I'm so inspired to be able to work with somebody like A21, to be able to help out, to be able to lend my services. Because I know that though I may have an impact here in San Antonio, Texas, an organization like this, when you volunteer with this organization, when you donate to this organization, when you do this walk for freedom, you're having a global impact. And sometimes it's something as very simple as coming out, paying your registration fee, and taking a step one foot in front of the other to walk out there and say, I'm putting on the t-shirt. I'm standing in the place of somebody else who can't do it because I'm going to represent for them. And I'm going to speak for them because I am not going to no longer remain silent, but instead I'm going to have me be seen and heard so that these individuals know that they're loved. Yeah. Thank you, Chuck, for sharing that. Um, you know, it's a, it's a different, perspective altogether when you're organizing the event and you're so busy with trying to make sure that you know everything comes off without a hitch right and then and then you hear the stories afterwards of people that walked it and how impactful it was for them and how truly remarkable they felt after the walk and and feeling like they were part of someone's freedom and i know that you know, the freedom didn't come to those people in that exact moment, but they know and they have hope that they're taking steps towards that for someone, right? And and we've seen it um, in this last year's walk. We actually had a survivor who came out and approached me and said, I, I never knew that there was organizations like y'all's that did this for people like me. Um, and so she walked she knew exactly what she was signing up for and what the cause was for, but she didn't want to identify as a, as a survivor until afterward. And she was so proud to be able to take those steps for other people that are still in the situation she came out of. And so, um, thank you for sharing your perspective on the walk and, and whatnot. Um, if you're interested in signing up for walk and what it is that, you know, your community is doing to host this walk, you can visit A21's website at a21.org and they you'll see all of the details as to 
all of the different cities that are hosting walks. I mean, it's all over the world. And so for a period of 24 hours, you we actually have, we'll see on their social media pages and on their website that there's a walk happening somewhere around the world every five minutes. So it's so exciting to see, you know, the the countries on the other side of the globe having their walks as we're going to bed that night. And then the following morning, it's our turn. It's so powerful to be a part of something that's bigger than ourselves, something that um, we can just go out and represent someone. And um, like I said, once you visit the website, you'll see all of the different walks going on. So if you're in San Antonio, Texas, and you want to join us, come out and join us. We are going to be at Yanaguana Gardens on October 20th. If you're somewhere around the world and you want to join a walk, find the city that's closest to you. If your particular city isn't hosting a walk, um, you'll see the maps on a21.org and you can be a part of that. There is no registration fee. Um, but you can definitely make a donation. This particular event is the biggest fundraiser for A21. So they basically go off of donations. So if you want to donate on their site, um, feel free to do so. They, they'll take those donations and they'll use them to continue their mission. So A21 operates on the three R's, which is reach, rescue, and restore. Um, reach basically covers the awareness piece when they go out and actually host events to speak about what human trafficking is and what they're doing to prevent it. And they also have the campaigns that I talked about earlier, which Walk for Freedom is one of them. Another one of their campaigns is called It's a Penalty. And they partner with different major sporting events going on around the world where they will have um, the human trafficking hotline on big screens. They'll have posters. They'll have a table with information. They'll... um, also, you know, flash some of their campaign ads uh, on top of the, you know, jumbotron screens and whatnot, so people get an idea of where they're at and what they're doing. And they also have something else called the "Can You See Me" campaign, which is also worldwide. In different airports, you'll find posters that say "Can You See Me," and it basically talks about what human trafficking is in a short little little line there. Um, it'll also have the human trafficking hotline number. You may also see the Can You See Me campaign in your airplanes when you travel um, or on websites and different social media channels. They'll they'll use that as well. But um, like I said, they also use rescue, which which means that once they identify a victim, once they've screened someone that comes out and says they need help and they've identified them as a human trafficking victim, they provide a safe place for them to stay, but they go beyond that and they also work with law enforcement to make sure that they um, are able to identify the traffickers and keep the victims and survivors safe. But they also go into prosecuting against the trafficker. And so once they've been identified, they have their own attorneys where they go out and actually prosecute. And in cases where they have international Um, survivors that come forward. They help them establish citizenship or get permanent visas and use um, the attorneys to make sure they help them with all of that, the process and and everything. So your donations go go toward all of that. Um, They also help with restoration. After the survivors have a safe place to stay and are going through the process of prosecuting, they help them in the restoration process with healing and finding uh, jobs, finding safe homes where they can have a more permanent 
safe lifestyle away from their traffickers um, and they can stay as long as they need to in these homes. So there's there's so much work that goes on behind the scenes that this Walk for Freedom fundraiser goes towards working towards and you, you can help be a part of that. And um, if you have any questions on what A21 is, you can find all of this information or if I've mentioned something that you are particularly interested in researching more, all of this information can be found on a21.org. We are, like I said, an A team, which stands for abolitionist team. And we are local in San Antonio, Texas. And if you have questions for us on how to be involved with the Walk for Freedom, you can reach out to us on all of our social media channels. You can reach out to us um, through our email address, which we'll post on here, or our website, which is a21freedomchasers.org. Yeah, so when you think about it, um, they started back in 2008 or 10 years later. And the reality is that people are just starting to find out who A21 is. Um, I think I I recently started seeing um, more and more um, maybe famous people, people um, that maybe are uh, higher uh, stature um, that are starting to talk about um, A21 actually just a few days ago. And I'm not name dropping or anything, but Selena Gomez came out saying that she she supports them and she's done work with them, um, which is crazy because when you think about it, it's been 10 years, but you know, just in the last couple of years, people are starting to see the work that they're doing, but they've been doing it um, for that long. And um, you know, it's, it's amazing that they are uh, all around the world. That's the thing that you, um, you just have to think about when you're walking on the 20th of October, you're uniting with people all around the world with that main purpose of you know uh, being intentional and uh, making sure that the world knows that we're not okay with this. You're, you're telling your city you're not okay with it, but really what we're saying all together is we're telling the world, we're telling the traffickers, we're telling um, you know everyone that's involved in this crime is that it's not okay. Um, and that's the amazing thing. That's the the beauty behind it is um, when you come on October 20th and join us at, at Yanaguana, while you're walking, think about that. Like think about uh, the people that, that went before you earlier that day somewhere else around the world um, and the people that are coming and alongside you that day walking with you and the people that are, you know, in a different time zone going to walk uh, later all with that same purpose in mind. And it's, it's just amazing uh, to be able to do that. Um, and so I've, of course, been a part of, uh, you know, planning and putting the walk together. And so from my perspective, I, you know, it's it's just always um, it's it's always sobering to be able to to see and hear uh, what's going on in San Antonio, what what is happening here. Um, again, in the last couple of years, we're starting to see more and more stories, uh, news articles that are coming out. Um, I think all of us depend on like Facebook now and Twitter and Instagram for our news, and you're starting to see them talk about it in those platforms as well. Um, and so, you're, we we just want we want you to come alongside us and make a statement. Um, there's a lot of things that you can be doing on October 20th. Uh, so many things, right? Um, but take an hour out of your day, a couple of hours out of your day to come and and do something that, again, will, will make a statement. Um, and you're making a statement to not only our city and the people around, but think about your children and, and they're watching you, right? 
and they're watching every step you take and they're watching what you're doing and they're hearing the things that that are are being talked about that day um and you're making them future abolitionists as well and so it the impact is far far reaching not just uh in that one hour um it's it's it keeps going and and then you find organizations you uh find other people to plug into that's the beauty of that event is that you're walking but you're also getting a lot more information and finding out how to plug in and be a piece of that puzzle that we were talking about in our in our last podcast so come out register um registration is open it's free as as cecilia mentioned it's not going to cost you anything um you might sweat a little bit but that's okay you know it's okay because it's for a great cause um and so uh, we we just hope that you come out and uh join us i think we have is it over a million and a half people in san antonio I think it's probably around there. We're pushing 2 million people in San Antonio, just San Antonio alone. And then if you count all of Bear County, it's over 2 million residents in Bear County, Texas. Which is crazy. And we're one of the fastest growing cities in the world. Yes, we are. And so think about that. Like we, last year we had maybe a little over 300, maybe close to 400 people come and join us. That's not even a percentage of the people that live here in San Antonio. So bring your friends. Uh, bring your family, bring your coworkers, bring your uh, bring everybody, bring your neighbors. Um, tell them about this. Tell them that again. There's a group that is getting together on October 20th, and they're making a statement in downtown San Antonio, which is again, um, it's strategic. We we made it downtown because a lot of this is happening downtown, um, and it's one of the busiest places. There's a lot of tourists um, that are out there, and we want them to see um, see the impact that we're making as well. So. Like Caesar had talked about, Cece had talked about, I had talked about, last year alone, we actually walked by individuals that came up later on, people that were not part of the walk, that came up later on to advocates saying, what is this about? Wait a minute. And they found out that they were being walked for. Individuals who later on admitted that this was happening to them, and they were walking out of the environment where it just happened. So the statement was out there. Even more so, having an A-team here in San Antonio, there can be eight teams all throughout the entire country mm-hmm. and going to the a21 website.org you'll find out exactly how you can be an a team in your area so that maybe next year you can host a walk where you live instead of having to go to a city that maybe doesn't maybe this your city doesn't have it but maybe another city near you does go to that get get involved start taking steps I mean, A21 does so much throughout the entire year. Just here in our own city of San Antonio, I'd like to share a little brief story. A21, the A team here, the Freedom Chasers team here, actually took the initiative to put together care kits for juveniles that were homeless and runaways. Care kits that we use at my organization, Central Seguro. And these care kits had hygiene items and underwear and socks and t-shirts and just basic items as well as like a, a meal card and a love note. So we had a situation here recently. We had a young person that we had helped recover. That young person came in, she had nothing, and her story is horrific. She had been through a lot, she's still going through a lot, but we handed her a care kit. Then she goes off into the rest area and she takes all the items that are on the care kit out just to see what's in it. She lays them out on the cot and then she finds the love note. And now she doesn't know we can see her because this area has cameras because we have to for safety purposes. But she pulls out the love note. She opens it. She's on her knees now at this point, And she just begins to sob and weep. 
And as she's crying, then she suddenly drops into, and you can see where she's dropping into prayer. And she puts her head down and she starts to pray. And she's praying silently and she's looking at the card. And then she comes up and then all of a sudden she's smiling. And I don't think that young lady had smiled in a very long time. And her very much demeanor had changed. And we observed all this. Of course, we didn't tell her we had observed all this, but I'm in a, the room where you can see this, where we can see the cameras. And I'm in there with the tissues in front of me, just sobbing myself because it was such a heart-wrenching, moving moment mm -hmm. to see a young person who came in believing that she was garbage, reading a note that was written by an A21 volunteer saying, you matter and you're important. I don't know what those words were, but it were obviously the words she needed to hear and I believe that that volunteer's hand was guided by the Holy Spirit when they wrote that. For sure. It's, and, and we're going to have a station um, that day in our walk where you can write a love note. Um, and those love notes are going to go specifically for this purpose. Think about that. You're, you're writing into someone's, um, you may not know them. They may be, you know, uh, it may be months down the road, a year down the road where they get this, this note. But you're writing into their life. Um, you're bringing back hope, and you're bringing back. You're you're part. You're starting some of that restoration that ho that happens as well. And and we're actually going to be um, inviting the public to donate items that day um, at Walk for Freedom for this purpose of Centro Seguro. So we're going to have a little drop off uh, center. And and so again, it's it's we have so many activities that day. Um, it's not just the walk. We, you know, we're, we're going to be sharing information, stats. Um, we're going to be, um, you know, making sure that you uh, can can get there and learn a little bit more about other organizations that are, that are also um, fighting human trafficking in San Antonio in different ways. Everyone has a different way that they're doing it. Um, the Freedom Chasers, we, we focus on awareness and prevention. And so a lot of what we do is going out, uh, talking to the public, um, doing things like this, like a podcast, um, as well, training um, where we need to. But there are other organizations in town that are like Santo Seguro. Um, you know, they're physically uh, doing something um, for these children, uh, for these people that are affected, uh, other organizations in town. So there's a lot of great information. It's a family-friendly event. So bring your kids, um, bring your children. If you have a, a baby, um, put them in the stroller. Let them sleep while you're walking. Um, we want you to be out here. Um, we don't have uh, the ability to have pets there, but um, you know, definitely make make sure you bring your friends, your family. Um, it's for any age. Um, the walk is actually going to be a mile and a half, so it's not a long walk at all. Um, it's not a 5K. It's not a run. Um, it's a it's it's a walk and we're gonna walk with the purpose um, with the pace we want people to notice us we want to make that statement um, and so it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing an amazing day we're praying for great weather um, for maybe a cloudy day no rain but great weather and uh, we also have the support of our uh, awesome and fantastic uh, San Antonio Police Department that's gonna be out there keeping us safe on the road as well um, and so we are just inviting you to share this podcast um, share the information that we have online on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Let people know um, that you've registered and then invite your friends, uh, family, everybody to, to register as well. Um, and so we uh, are excited again for this uh, event. Any last um, thoughts, comments on Walk for Freedom, on A21? 
We're just super excited. We're super excited to go out there and make this statement. But um, like Caesar said and, and Chuck mentioned, let this be your first steps towards doing something about this issue. If it's something that you can contribute to financially, wonderful. We have plenty of opportunity for that. If it's something where you can offer your time to a particular organization that fits your schedule or the needs that, that you're able to contribute, wonderful. Um, but more than anything, we just want you out here. We want you to meet the different partners that we have coming and you get to see all of the involvement going on in San Antonio all of these abolitionists that are fighting towards freedom for so many people in our city. And if you're not in San Antonio, then get plugged in wherever you are. Find a city that's hosting a walk, attend the walk, and take your next steps to see what you can do to get involved in becoming an abolitionist in your particular community. But we are so grateful that you've tuned in and we hope to see your bright smiling faces out there on October 20th, wherever you are. For sure. So again, um, a reminder, visit a21.org. Go check out the different walks in the cities, uh, either in your city or the cities around you. There might be a walk that's 30 minutes away, an hour away. Make the trek to get out there. Uh, also, they have a lot of great information on other things that are going on, how you can become an A-team, how you can host a walk. Um, hosting a walk is not, uh, it's, it's a lot of work, but um, get it, if, if you're intimidated and you're thinking, man, I want to do this, but it's going to be hard. I can't do it. Just start. Just start. Uh, reach out to us. Um, we've actually have talked to several other A teams and you know talked to the process and shared our uh, experience and, and the advice that we have that we've done it. Um, we're happy to help you uh, kind of you know get your mind around it as well. Um, visit our website a21freedomchasers.org. We're going to have all of the information about the walk, the day of the walk, um, you know what what to do, be ready, all of that stuff. So visit our website. Uh, make sure you stay connected there. We're going to share all of the information out there um, as well. And uh, look at our, our all of our social media accounts. Um, again, a lot of information, reminders. Um, you know, if you have registered, you get an email to, to remind you all of this stuff. Again, we're going to make sure you're ready, you're prepared, you're, you're, you're uh, good to go. But once again, we want to thank you for tuning in uh, to Talk for Freedom. Um, and uh, continue to share uh, the podcast on iTunes, Google Play. Continue to visit Chuck Paul LLC as well. Um, and we just want to thank, again, all of our listeners for all of the support. And we're hoping that we get to see you out here in San Antonio or that you get to go out there uh, and walk somewhere else. And and I would encourage you, if you do walk somewhere else, send us a, a quick uh, message or comment on one, of our, um, on one of our social media platforms and let us know that you found out of Walk for Freedom through the podcast and that you decided to walk somewhere else. We'd love to hear that. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your day.